that again welcome back everybody to quid prog quo the musical podcast where i introduce my friends and loved ones to progressive rock music and they in turn get me to listen to whatever they want and today we have a as we always do a very special episode they're all very special uh i have a very good friend of mine sarah coming back to regale me in uh some really good music she decided to throw a soundtrack at me so i'm pretty excited about that I got her to listen to one of my favorite contemporary progressive rock bands, and I'm pretty excited to hear what she has in store for that. So, uh, as always, uh, a huge thank you to Olena Alinsky for the show's graphic, as well as Explosive Era Candy for their track All Together Now, which is the soundtrack to this here podcast. So, without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Predicting that you'd come along. I just did this yesterday with my friend because I was practicing a, a presentation and I wanted an audience and a recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you get a little consent form if you're not the host. Oh. So I, I got to click like, it's now being recorded. Do you want to continue or do you want to leave? Oh, that's great. Yeah, I love that. Zoom thinking, thinking, you know, I think it's a long time coming, but sure, uh, yeah, I know it's been <laughs> you know, you know, a year and a half. So been over a year. thinking ahead, but, um, but you know, I'm glad that, you know, better late than, well, I don't even want to say better late than never. Cause it's not really, but you know, it's good. It's that a it's cool basic thing that they're now co- yeah, <laughs> they're finally getting on a year after. Um, so yeah, uh, diving into the podcast proper. Thank you so much for yeah. coming back on Sarah. Uh, happy to be here the second second coming so to speak um (laughs) i feel like i struck out when i introduced you to genesis or at least had you listen to genesis Um, well i mean i think that part of it was just the structure of the album really lulled me into a false sense of security before it hit me with like a 30 minute long song (laughs) right um and do you want to uh, remind our listeners and watchers kind of who you are and what your jam is? Um, what is my jam? What is your like, jam? Like who I am as a person or sure. is my jam like, as in who I am as a musical listener? Yeah, whichever one you want to go for. Like, I never want to give like a big philosophical, who are you kind of a question? Because uh-huh. I feel like most of us are like, I don't even know who I am, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I figured if I let you answer it, you can... Take the question however you want to. Sure. Uh, well, my name is is Sarah, and we have known each other um, for it must be close to four four years now, or is it only four years now? Uh, um, I think it might be more than that, but 
hard to tell. I yeah, um, the years begin to blend. Ha- however together. long I've worked at, at OLA is how long we have known each other. Yes. Um, and and yeah, in that time period, uh, nothing has changed in my life, and many things have changed in your life. I feel like you yes. moved like five times. And, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> do not recommend <laughs> <laughs> but I've just I've just been here and um yeah happy to catch up with you wonderful wonderful uh and this is your second time on board you had me listen to the chicks's latest album uh upon recording and I did I had you listen to uh Foxtrot from Genesis yeah and uh yeah I think it was a, a net positive at the end of the day uh, net positive experience. I think we both ended the day more cultured than when mm. we had started it, which is all anyone can ask for. I agree. Yeah. And um, talking about the album that I'm having you listen to, this is the first album that I'm hesitant to give a, a listener. Uh, everybody, oh my God. <laughs> I know. Well, everybody else, I'm like, okay, I know what they want. Like, I kind of have a feeling and an idea of their musical preferences. So I'm not going to go too far off the deep end. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the first one where I'm like, ah, screw that. I'm just going to throw her into the deep end and see what happens. So <laughs> I feel like that's what you did last time too. You were like, you know, I haven't had anyone listen to anything that was prog rock yet or like deep a deep cut and uh and that's what you had thrown me that time so i'm i'm happy to be here <laughs> i don't know <laughs> my little guinea pig in that sense um Perfect. yeah without giving too much away this is like an uh, an art rock more modern band because i wanted to give you something from like our generation rather than back in the okay. 70s so mm-hmm. they're they're a modern art kind of progressive rock um they like to stretch the boundaries so at times it's like noise rock and sound rock um oh god (laughs) yeah it's a little that's why i'm prefacing it uh the band that i'm giving you is called bent knee okay uh and i wanted to give you their third album say so but unfortunately Mm -hmm. you can't find it anywhere Uh um i it's not on Spotify. They just have the one single off of it. Um, I tried to find it on YouTube because sometimes YouTube has like a full playlist on it or like a full Mm -hmm. album. And sadly that is not the case. So I had to give you my second favorite album from them, which Uh is called, you know what they mean. And it was released in 2019. So all right. I, yeah. I am anxious and excited um, to give it a listen. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very different. I will mm-hmm. say that. It's very different. And it has one of my favorite songs. Well, it has my favorite song from that year on the album. Um, and mm-hmm. to this day, it's still one of my all-time favorite tracks of any band. Okay. So comes, it comes and with it- a... Yeah. And it's a track, not a song. Like, is there no lyrics? Is that the... No, it is a song. It is a song. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Keep your ear out and we can compare notes when when we return. (laughs) Okay. Um, I I am very excited to hear what you have in store because you asked me before this if soundtracks were were a thing. Yes, I did ask you that. Um, I feel like in comparison, I am giving you an enormous treat. Oh, um, it also is not available on Spotify, however, so I but it is available on YouTube. 
Wonderful. And I'm going to send you the link right now so that you have it. Um, it is the Shrek one soundtrack. Uh, um, amazing. Which uh, recently I learned <laughs> via the Twitter sphere just had its 20 year anniversary. And it so there did. was a lot of like think pieces around how well that movie has held up and how well that soundtrack has held up. Yeah. Um, so I've been enjoying listening to it all week and I just, I just wanted to give you a treat. That's what I'm here for. And oh, nice. um, you were obviously going to enjoy it. Um, 100% I am. I feel, um, I feel almost bad for giving you bent knee, but. <laughs> I... <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that, that at the end of this podcast, you feel a little bit guilty. Um, oh, 100%. For I what you've done to me. I mean, I, I know that Smash Mouth's, um, their, um, or maybe it's not, is Smash Mouth somebody um, all-star on here? Um, so yes, I think all-star is on here, um, okay. as well as I'm a believer. A double shot of Smash Mouth? This is a, double, be, a double shot of Smash Mouth. This is Mouth. just going to be amazing. Because um, without, without lying or being too um hyperbolically um uh-huh. their astro lodge is an absolute masterpiece and really should have been inducted <laughs> in the rock and roll hall of fame because there's not a single track off of that album that is is less than a nine out of ten mm-hmm. yeah. there you go i hope that that is how you feel at the end of this uh soundtrack as well because they are it is all bangers all the time um amazing and uh, it, it was also really like formative. I mean, we're the same age, roughly speaking. And so this movie came into both of our lives mm-hmm. um, really right when we were learning what music is. <laughs> it's very true. And I do remember that like, man, I watched Shrek countless times when it first came out and I had that like sure. overly large VHS, like uh-huh. it was like the Disney like plastic boxes that you would get. It was mm-hmm. like that cardboard box that had like a little bit of an extra nubbin. And uh-huh. I don't know if you had that, but that I was the VHS tape that I had for it. I don't know that I did. Um, I don't really even know what you mean by the nubbin. I remember the plastic boxes, but. Yeah, like Disney had the plastic kind of fold out book boxes. Uh-huh. Um, but Shrek had that cardboard, you know, those like slidey boxes that all the other VHSs came in. Yeah. It like was your like movies. Yeah, that's it. It was like that. It slid out the bottom, but there was like an extra, maybe about five centimeters of mm-hmm. just extra cardboard that was a part of the the box face. Mm-hmm. Um, so it stood out when you put it on like the shelf, just yeah. that extra little bit. It kept it really top of mind for you. Yeah, for sure. I always knew exactly mm-hmm. where it was. Mm-hmm. So yeah this is gonna well, be a great time yeah i mean enjoy your walk down memory lane i will enjoy my um uh, my art music introduction yeah um. uh, best of luck i'll see you on the other side um i am interested to hear your thoughts on this um uh-huh. i will cause... try to i i feel like last time i really failed you and i didn't take enough notes i really just like experienced it uh, i'll try to I'll try to be more thoughtful. And <laughs> yeah, you do you, man. Like if, if, if your process is just letting it sweep over, then mm-hmm. let it happen. Uh, if your process is more of taking notes, then by all means, 
take some notes. All right. We'll see what I we'll see what I can with. <laughs> okay, I will see you uh, when we get back from that. Okay. I know the future's on our side. that Sarah and I go into our musical silos to experience one another's music I feel really bad for having her listen to some pretty crazy experimental progressive rock uh, and I got to just chill with uh, the soundtrack to Shrek so hey what are you gonna do you roll the dice and that's what you get um I want to do a huge shout out to my patrons and we have a new patron this time. Gabe Gillian is our newest addition to our Patreon family. So thank you so much, Gabe, for coming on and supporting me. Uh, and I also want to do a huge shout out to Grace. Grace has been a fantastic support for me throughout the years. Uh, so I always like to give her a shout out every once in a while. So thank you, Gabe and Grace. If you want to be cool like these cool cats, head on over to Patreon. That's Patreon slash notes reviews. Uh, I've got different tiers, different uh, rewards that you can donate to uh, even a dollar a month really does go a long way and if you donate a little bit more then you get some really fun things like uh, you get a live stream and you'll get uh, an album review so yeah that's patreon slash notes reviews if you want to find out more of what i do you can check me out on uh, youtube i have the three uh, i've got my usual notes reviews i've got this here podcast quid prog quo as well as notes on tabletop role-playing games where i talk about like dungeons and dragons and paranoia and i'm going to be talking about the star wars uh fantasy flight games really soon uh and i've got this podcast here quid prog quo so thank you so much everybody for sticking with me all these years uh it's been a it's been a fun journey so all that taken care of let's dive back into the podcast proper find out what sarah thought of bent knee and what I had a great time with uh, Shrek, because how can you not? Uh, let's dive back in. Cause I know the future's on our side. I am well. It looks like you're doing some crafts. I am. I I have a little like model kit oh, to cool. make a, a little like greenhouse. It's the perfect pandemic activity. Oh yeah. I see that like a lot of people have been doing like those mini things, like the miniature stuff. Um, yeah, it's like it's immersive and finicky in a way that is really complementary to uh <laughs> The current moment. Right. Yeah. Everything needs to be exactly in its place and just so, just so. Um, I, I can empathize with my own um, like miniatures, like the little Dungeons and Dragons dudes that I. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really similar vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just getting like the proper rust color on some of the metal is, um, yeah, it takes, it's a good time. Well, and like if, you know, if, for instance, you're, you're like living through a really newsy, alarming um, world, mm -hmm. it's nice to have something that's kind of like immersive and really like, I don't know, it's just soothing. Yeah. Um, I play, do you want to see what I made? I do want to see what you made. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we're on the plants section. So this is my little one, a little bouquet. 
That's amazing. What is, is it flowers. like paper or something? What's the material? It's paper and a bead. That... <laughs> and then this is flowers number two, a different kind of flower. And that's again, like paper. paper. That's, yeah. I would, I would be terrified of like ripping the paper because like I've done origami and uh -huh. if it's not just folded or crinkled in just the right way it's unusable so yeah there is definitely enough paper provided that you and it's so small like it's 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 like cut out eight millimeters by 15 millimeters oh, so you can it's I definitely feel like a giant <laughs> you should get one of those like magnifying glasses uh, to just I'm, have. I'm like half a step away. Sometimes I'm like making it and I'm using like tweezers to hold the thing yeah. because my fingers are just too steady. They're, yeah. I mean, most people's fingers are right. Like it's just, <laughs> unless you have like mice fingers, there's just no way. I think you need to be, be a miniature in order to yeah. make them uh, comfortably. Yeah, I think Stuart Little would be living his best life doing that. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about Bent Me? Uh, I'm kind of excited to hear what you thought about it because I'm, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think you really undersold it, or maybe you sold it exactly mm. perfectly because I, okay. I like, I loved it. I really enjoyed that album. Amazing. I'm so happy. <laughs> Um, I don't know what I was expecting. I think because we have such like different like musical tastes. Yeah. When you introduce something to me, I just sort of assume that I'm going to hate it or that it's <laughs> going to be like offensive to my ears. Right. And you said you sort of described it as art music. And I, I have a friend who is a um, musicology, she's now a PhD student, but we lived together when she was doing her undergraduate and then her master's. Mm -hmm. um, and so she performed in a orchestra at U of T and I would oh, wow. go to all of her concerts. Of course. And um, sometimes they would do really like new modern contemporary music and it would be right. really like discordant and just yeah. like hard to listen to. Like it wasn't very musical um, right. music. It was really like experimental and- yeah, so if you're not like into that kind of thing and don't really like have a frame of reference be like wow this is like this is upsetting something like it's which i did things yeah <laughs> um i'm just sitting there being like okay like <laughs> <laughs> let's go let's wrap this up you guys <laughs> uh, and so that was sort of what i was expecting this to be going into it but yeah. like by contrast it's like very musical and and um had a really like cool balance to the album with some stuff that was a little bit more, a little bit more intense, but like also things that were very like light and um, like just pretty for lack mm -hmm. of a better word to mm -hmm. balance it out. And the like lead singer has a really lovely voice. Um, there's, it's not screen, no one's screaming at me. Like I'm being sung at and it's quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to go so far into give you anything that's like screaming or growling or anything like that. Yeah, I have yeah. a delicate little, I have delicate little ears. I yeah. don't know how to yeah. <laughs> deal with that. So. <laughs> well, I'm super stoked that you didn't hate it. Um, and I'm actually very pleased that you enjoyed yourself with it. Yeah, I even, I even hearted one of the songs as oh. in I will listen to it again. Which one was that? Uh, actually, it was two. It was It Happens and Bird Song. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, both of those I really, really enjoy. Um, mm -hmm. I, 
I do love Birdsong in how like contrast it is to a lot of the tracks that came before it because of how like intense a lot of those tracks were how grating and very bombastic they were and then Birdsong is just very like chill it's very like it's intimate for sure Uh, it's Mm -hmm. still very impactful but in a little bit of a different way Well, no, and I think you're exactly right. Like coming off of Love Me Not is the one right before. And it mm-hmm. it kind of feels like the album is it's really building. Like a lot of the songs are building towards that and it feels kind of climactic. Yeah. Um, and then it it like eases really nicely into bird song that feels kind of like a relief or like a fresh breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Um so it's not just like hammering you the whole time. It really is the album I think is really like nicely constructed to yeah. give you sort of those those breaths and um still pushing it's not it's not uh it's not like totally off the um i don't know like off the rails or whatever yeah (laughs) um but yeah it's i thought it was really great oh fantastic yeah my favorite song off of this is catch light um Mm -hmm. i just whenever i hear like the first time i heard it it's one of those tracks where i had to I very rarely do this, especially on first listens, but I listened to the song three or four times before I went on to the next track of um, The Garbage Shark. Mm-hmm. Um, like I must have listened to that at least five times before I would allow myself to go on to the next track, yeah. which is very rare for me because I always almost force myself to listen to an album from start to finish as kind of like one you like one whole experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there was something about Catchlight that got me very emotional. And I think about like the third time through, I started to get like all teary eyed. Uh-huh. Um, I was just like, oh, damn, this is really, this is doing something for me. it's like a great thing for for music to do I wrote I did write notes true to my word and next Ooh. to next to catch light I not extensive notes I just wrote peppy <laughs> so I now want to listen to <laughs> it again okay maybe there's more to it than just being peppy <laughs> right I guess for me it's the build it's the build up to that final yeah. crescendo at the end that I just I can't help but love and I think the thing that I also love that you really touched on was the contrasts like bone rage and cradle of rocks and even garage or garbage i think it's garbage shark um yeah they're all very heavy never to the extent of it being uh, like metal but like uh-huh. it's it's very 
yeah, heavy is the, the word that I would use. Uh, but yeah. then you have tracks like Hold Me In and Birdsong and uh, to a certain extent, as well as like Golden Hour that are much softer, a little bit more yeah. ethereal. So Yeah, ethereal was one of the words that I jotted down. There's a lot of that. Right. Um, next to Love Me Not, I wrote Screeching of Subway Rails. It made me nostalgic for public mm, transit. Yeah. Yeah. And especially what this was 2019. So yeah. I was on the subway for at least three hours every day. So yeah. that made me very nostalgic of it. Yeah. 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 Uh, was there any <laughs> other things you miss? Oh, like <laughs> you wouldn't think that I would miss like being in a crowded subway, but there are some days where I'm just like, I really miss like that game of name that scent that I'm just uh-huh. like, oh man. <laughs> Is it B.O. or is it like a strange... Someone's lunch, yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) So what other... You said you took notes. What other notes do you have? Was there any other like standout track or any track that you're like, oh God, don't let me listen to it again? (laughs) I didn't... I didn't hate anything, I don't think. Um, I... next. They're really... They're like notes that are almost completely unhelpful. Um, Bone Rage. (laughs) The note that I wrote next to it was Cherry Bomb. I think it like... Yep. had that I can hear that, that sort of like immediate um frame of reference to it yeah very, um, very bombastic guitars yeah yeah and I I mean I love the like um yeah I just like loved the the vibe of the lead singer as well it just like felt mm-hmm. like a very like empowered and uh yeah just like very mm-hmm. present voice mm-hmm. um give us the gold I just I wrote feelings <laughs> feelings again love, what yeah what did i mean by that what I'm did you mean totally by that sure. <laughs> i love i love the groove of give give us the gold because it's like give us the gold give us the gold it's very bopping And then I didn't write any notes for a long time, but apparently I loved Garbage Shark. Oh, um, yep. I thought I wrote Build Baby Build next to Golden Hour. <laughs> <laughs> very, very helpful notes. Yeah. Um, so I was clearly thinking something at the time, but yeah, you were um, in you were in the zone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, no, I, I really I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was a really I don't listen to a lot of things like as an album, like I'm uh-huh. I, in contrast to you, I do have really um, like a more scattered experience right. listening to music. It is often like just as a playlist or mm. in the background while I'm working or whatever. So it was, it was nice to um, just sit down and listen to something all the way through. And I thought this one was uh, just a very good album to do that with. So. Excellent. I'm so mm-hmm. pleased that I didn't, I didn't completely rake your ears. So that's, I'm very yeah. happy about that. Cause I, I was feel like, this is <laughs> how you should introduce all of the albums. Really like <laughs> set low expectations. And I'm like, Hey, that was it. Hey, all right. I'm yeah. not bleeding. If, this is great. <laughs> yeah. If I set the bar low, I can only go up. Right. Yeah. So maybe I'll try that from now on. <laughs> um, great. Great. Um, 
and you said you would return to a few of these songs. So that's I would, yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you had me listen to the, <laughs> the Shrek soundtrack. That is what I had you listen that to. That is what you yeah. had chosen. Yeah. When you were saying is soundtracks all right, I was thinking of it being like a like a score. <laughs> a score, yeah. Yeah, because I <laughs> what the second or third episode of this whole podcast series. Um, my friend Gemma had me listen to the Assassin Creed soundtrack. Oh yeah. And it's like two hours long. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to do it. And <laughs> buckle it's, up. Buckle up. I'll get a lot of reading done. Um, but no, this is like a, a legit like compilation of songs soundtrack. Yeah. This is like, like yeah. a mixtape. <laughs> it is a mixtape. Yeah. It's a very, it's, and I also have notes, um, mm-hmm. even though I knew pretty much most of these tracks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it really brought me back to that 2001, really more innocent, happy time. Because mm-hmm. um, when did the movie actually come out? Like, I, I think you were bang on. I think it was 2001. Yeah, but like what month? Because that really does sway it. Because 2001 was a little bit of a heavy year for a couple of reasons. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's true. And I want to um, say I think like... It... <laughs> I want to say it was a more innocent time, but depending on the month, it was June. It was June, June 18th. So then it, so it was really right under the wire. It was right under the wire. Yeah. So very innocent that summer of 20, like 2001. Um, I was excited because that was my first year going into high school uh, mm-hmm. to date myself. Um, so, and Spider-Man, the movie was right around the corner. Uh-huh. I was still riding the high from X-Men. So like this little nerd <laughs> in me was just like so excited. And of course I'm a Disney child, like born yeah. and raised. Right. So I, the, the contrast and the different tone that Shrek brought to the animated feature length film, mm-hmm. uh, was so rejuvenizing and I loved it. Um, as I've matured, I'm starting to see the cracks and the flaws of the film. Um, <laughs> but I also have to realize that it was a different time. You know, That's there true. were different personalities involved in the film uh, and they show. Um, but <laughs> if we're just talking about the soundtrack, it's a pretty stellar soundtrack. Um, wait, I mean, I know this isn't what your podcast is about, but I haven't rewatched Shrek in ages. So I oh. actually have not. I don't know how well it holds up. What were the oh. things that, that um, I don't know, like peaked for you? As oh, or... boy. Um, so without going too far into it, because I mean, I could talk a lot about it, right? Um, <laughs> Maybe it's of, a whole other podcast. It's a whole re-watching. other podcast. Yeah, rewatching. Because this was <laughs> like other, before this, all of the DreamWorks, I almost said Dreamcast, uh, the DreamWorks animated films were like, um, uh, the Prince of Egypt and spirits mm-hmm. and like very family friendly, always had some kind of a moral behind it. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. And then Shrek came out because this was the first film for, um, uh, oh shoot, what's his face? Lazender? I think that's his I name. Know. Um, you know more things than I do. Yeah, I need to, I almost said Jeff Bezos, but like they're both bald and they're both exceedingly rich. That's it. Jeffrey uh, Katzenberg. Mm, mm-hmm. He was the CEO of Disney um, before Mike, whatever his name is, took over. Um, mm-hmm. And so he took a lot of that 
internalized spite from being fired from Disney and applied it to this film. And what is more of like, what can be interpreted as like this counterculture to all the happy-go-lucky, feel-good Renaissance films from Disney that he essentially spearheaded like Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin Mm -hmm. and Lion King um, was kind of applied to this one. So you have the inverted expectations, um, you know, the real beauty is what you find underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a few of that that now bleeds through that you're like, oh, this is just Jeffrey being overly spiteful about the Disney Corporation. <laughs> like, oh, wow. That's some real, like, inside scoop that you've got there. <laughs> yeah, I, it's so weird because what I always picture as just being common knowledge, I realize it really isn't. <laughs> Because I'll just, you know, binge a whole bunch of these like documentaries about these films from my childhood. And then I'll start talking about it as though it's like nomenclature or like common knowledge. And people will be like, how do you know all this stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, that's, that's that. Um, the that's soundtrack the movie. Was, yeah, yeah, that's the movie. The soundtrack was great. Um, that's great. <laughs> I was surprised how many um, current meme songs there are on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Let's I don't, walk through the memes. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if this was uh, because our generation was kind of at, um, you know, we were figuring out our musical identities at this time mm-hmm. and kind of like solidifying those. And Maybe that's part of the reason, like obviously Smash Mouth, even though I will attest that All Stars is a genuinely great song. Um, (laughs) I I already said that Astro Lounge is, you know, one of my top five favorite albums, Um, but it's followed up by Hallelujah, Uh which is also then followed up with I'm On My Way. And I find like these three tracks are Mm -hmm. very memeable. Um, Yeah especially like unfortunately I've been tainted by the internet and I can no longer hear hallelujah without thinking Waluigi because it has the <laughs> it has the same cadence uh-huh. so whenever I listen to it I always think Waluigi Waluigi she broke your throne she cut your hair and from your lips she drew I know this room, I've walked this floor. That's like a lot of the year 2001 altogether. <laughs> it is. It really, really is. Um, and lately I've been watching a lot of different TikToks with I'm on my way. Um, uh-huh. With either people sitting on their like whey protein or their <laughs> Nintendo Wii console and being like, I'm on my way. Uh-huh. From misery to happiness to be I'm on my way From misery to happiness to be I'm on my way To what I want from this world 
there is so much nostalgia to be wrapped up in these songs. Like, I don't even know how to unpack how much of just like what I thought was cool mm-hmm. and therefore still think is cool. Of course. Um, because of not just this movie soundtrack, like I think that um, a lot of movie soundtracks from this time and like, especially like leading up into 2007, 2008 with like cool show soundtracks, like the OC yeah. soundtracks were like what I thought was cool music. Oh yeah. Um, as just like, and if I was listening to that stuff, I knew that I was, I was all right. Yeah, you were in, <laughs> that's you were, what the cool kids on TV were listening to. That's right. Or living yeah. their lives too. For me, it was the, um, the scrub soundtrack with the garden state soundtrack because it was both zach braff and at that point i thought uh-huh. like zach braff was like the coolest and looking back i'm like oh no he's not but he's he's fine he's a fine guy um but in terms of cool i, I wouldn't quite but anyway that's how i got into like polyphonic spree and the shins so uh-huh yeah the go. shins uh was the garden state was the garden was... state one yeah yeah um um because it's not only in that movie, it is like... Oh, it is like... It, it, it is... Forced. It is, you, they tell you that it's cool. They, they and then they have you. you listen to it. Yeah. Like, that was one of the first memes that I remember was, like, redubbing that scene with Natalie Portman with different uh-huh. sounds and different music. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing one and... Oh, uh, what song was it? Oh, this is going way, way back. But it, I think it was, like, Tiny Tim's Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just like so ridiculous. It's like this is a cool song. Tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> well, yeah, you can do a lot with that. Um. It's got a lot of like potential there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also didn't realize that the Baja Man actually put out a different, like another song outside of "Who Let the Dogs Out." <laughs> like that came out of nowhere for me. <laughs> I hadn't even connected that song with "Who Let the Dogs Out," but you're you're quite right. Yeah um uh actually getting into this and actually talking about the music i will i will admit that the uh dana glover uh it is you mm-hmm. um that fiona song like her kind of ballad and her reprising theme is quite moving and quite beautiful as a standalone track and i love when soundtracks do this and they take like the main theme of something and put it to a song to show the other side alone in the night without you but now I know just who you are and I know you own my heart finally this is where I belong it reminded me of uh, The Land Before Time with like Littlefoot's theme. And then they put it to like this heart-wrenching ballad. Um, yeah, it was quite moving in that sense. Yeah. Um, the only other notes that I have, wait for that, um, is Jason Wade's track, You Belong to Me. Mm-hmm. Um, it came off a little bit more threatening than I thought it was going to. Sure. Yeah. 
like with Something's his one uh, his one, one don't hold up <laughs> yeah his one track of like just remember when you get home you belong to me and I'm like oh man that's it's a little more threatening and forceful than I think I think you intended I think that I thought that that was such a romantic song when I was a pre-teenager <laughs> right yeah <laughs> it's got the it's got the acoustic guitar it's got that it's got, got it's got overbearing. <laughs> yeah, it's got a lot of the elements, but it also, I don't know, there's just this whole for me, it reminded me of Phantom of the Opera, where Christine is looking yeah. at the the ring that Raul has, and Phantom's like, uh-huh. You belong to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa man, she doesn't belong to anybody. But okay. She's her own person. She's her own person. <laughs> She's Christine. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I, overall, I had a great time with this. Very nostalgia. I was sitting here playing some Pokemon, uh, getting myself like right back to that 2001 Michael, reuniting myself with that guy, having a grand old time. It was, it was pretty swell. Oh, I'm so glad that you got to take a little walk down memory lane and (laughs) see some songs through new light. It's true. (laughs) I mean, it definitely made me want to go back and re-listen to um, Astro Lounge for like the billionth time. So as you should, as I really should. Um, So yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming on board and uh, giving me that experience. That was fantastic. (laughs) And thank you for the introduction to this album that I actually might listen to some songs from again i way above my expectations i mean that's all i can really hope for (laughs) yeah um is there anything you want the listeners or viewers to know uh this is your kind of moment to plug whatever you want to plug i don't know that i have anything to plug except that i when i was listening to that album i was thinking to myself that what i really should have had you listen to um was the like Linda's full album I'm sure you've seen the, oh, the Linda Linda's um, the Linda Linda's yeah Hells sure yeah you've seen that one song circling around but I haven't listened to the full album and uh-huh. obviously I need to and obviously you should too yes and I will caveat that punk is my least favorite genre of music so Interesting. it is it's the only one that I haven't really connected with um and it's not through lack of trying it's just sure. I just don't it's just not for me um although there is something about maybe that i'm older and i'm seeing the rebellious young and like the causes that they're for i'm like i can get behind this Uh um you know i appreciate and i admire their energy and that angst um but yeah when i was that age and listening to it i'm like nah man let's just all be friends so uh yeah i mean i mean i think that when we were that age uh punk was not about anything no we had bands like blink 182 and some 41 and like the bubblegum punk that was just mm-hmm. more about you know having your extra mozzarella sticks so <laughs> uh, uh, which yeah. i mean it's not that's a, that's a relatable feeling but it's not a it not a cause no no i i mean it is part of the human experience but it's not something to rally against <laughs> so um Thank you for coming on board and indulging. Uh, It was great. Um, And I'm still trying my best to like end these in a very flowy and natural way without tripping Uh over myself. You're doing great. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm going to thank my viewers and listeners for tuning in to another episode of Quid Prog Quo. And I'm just going to remind them to just keep sharing music, everybody. Nailed it.